And we are back again with another episode of Life at Peak podcast, episode number eight, the right way to networking with LinkedIn. Hey friends, Lavanya here. I'm a career coach and I'm on a mission to help you excel in your career and help you achieve a stellar work lifestyle. I'm here to help you win and help you live your life at peak. Now, networking is very, very crucial for your professional development and there is no doubt about it. And it's also common knowledge that networking can give you an edge on finding new opportunities and to expand your professional circle. We also know that LinkedIn is a great platform for professional networking and career growth. So all in all, networking through LinkedIn is an amazing thing to cultivate. But the problem many people face is not with the networking platform itself, but with not utilizing the platform properly. By that, I mean not knowing how to effectively network. Think about it. Say you own some fertile land and you want to grow some corn in that land. Owning a fertile land in itself won't guarantee a good harvest, does it? Well, it doesn't because you also need to have skills to cultivate the corn. Now, LinkedIn is like that fertile land. Sure, it's a great platform for your networking, but that in itself won't guarantee a successful and meaningful networking. You need to learn best practices in networking and be aware of do's and don'ts. Now, let's dig in a little deeper into networking. It's easy to realize that there are two sides to networking. On one side, there are people who wants to reach out and on the other side, there are people who are being reached. Interesting thing is we often hear complaints from both ends, not just one. I mean, the people who wants to reach out complain that they don't know how to reach out without feeling awkward, especially reaching out to those new contacts. And people on the other side, by that I mean the ones who get reached, complain that they often receive networking requests that are either too intimidating or sound one-sided or totally lack professionalism. And these are honest complaints. That's why I have decided to dedicate this episode entirely on LinkedIn networking. I'm going to share some simple, practical and effective strategies to network on LinkedIn. Now, before we go any further, there are a few things to keep in mind, though. Few truths, if you will. Truths about networking. And they are, networking is a skill and it can be learned by anyone. There are do's and don'ts in networking. Think about it. In networking, you're dealing with people, right? So obviously, you need to follow some best practices and be aware of do's and don'ts to make networking less intimidating and more meaningful. Amazing thing with LinkedIn is that it's a networking platform at your fingertips. Whether you're an introvert like me or an extrovert, or a beginner in your professional career, or experienced professional, you just have to follow a few simple strategies to network effectively. And just to be clear, in this episode, you will not only see how to effectively use LinkedIn as your networking platform, but you also hear me discuss best practices and do's and don'ts in networking in the form of strategies that you can follow. So, are you guys ready? Okay then, 
Our first strategy is based on the fact that proper networking at the heart of it is a communication skill. And like any mode of communication, proper etiquette is important. This leads us to strategy number one, follow networking etiquettes. Unlike Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn is a professional networking platform. So it's very crucial that you follow proper etiquettes. Now let's talk about some important etiquettes to follow in LinkedIn. Let's start with etiquette number one, maintain professionalism. LinkedIn is not a social media site to display and share your social life. Like I said earlier, LinkedIn is not Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to share your personal life. I know you want to show that brand new car to the world, but sorry, LinkedIn is not Facebook. I know you want to update status every single hour, but LinkedIn is not Twitter. Just update the status, I mean career-related status, maybe once or twice a day at most. So keep everything in LinkedIn strictly professional or career-related. Etiquette number two, stay away from contradictory topics. At the end of the day, we all have opinions and reasons behind our choices which we should respect. Likewise, we should also respect other person's opinions and choices as well. So stay away from subjects that could bring contradictions. Respect yourself and each other. Keep your professional connections sound at all the times. Etiquette number three, use messages sparingly. LinkedIn is not a personal email portal. So try to strictly keep your messages very professional and use the messages sparingly when needed and short to the point. Okay now, with etiquettes taken care of, let's move on to our next strategy, strategy number two. Make sure your LinkedIn profile is complete. For you to find opportunities and get connected to others in your fields of interest if your profile is complete. Have a decent profile photo. If you have certifications, mention them. Don't leave your education area blank. Don't skip writing a summary about yourself. These are the things that people look at. So make sure your profile is complete. In fact, in my last episode, I covered 11 powerful strategies to boost your professional candidacy where I talked about how to create a powerful LinkedIn profile. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to my previous podcast, please make sure you take time to listen to episode number seven, in which I shared some good strategies to build your LinkedIn profile. So in a nutshell, a complete profile shows the viewers what you have to offer. So pay attention and have a complete profile so that both the parties can benefit from each other in their professional growth. Now that we took care of LinkedIn profile, let's dive into the strategy number three, reach for the known stars first. It's a good idea to start building your network by first reaching out to the people you already know. These could be your friends, acquaintances, coworkers, both present and past, and even extended family members. Hey, why not? As long as they support your professional growth, right? Although LinkedIn is a tool for connecting with people you know, it's equally beneficial for finding new contacts to expand your professional network where you can benefit mutually. 
The question here is, why should the other person accept your invitation to connect when he or she doesn't really know you, right? This takes us back to strategy number two, where we discussed that a connection is successful if both the parties benefit from each other in the areas of professional growth. So it makes sense to try to reach out to new people who are on the common professional grounds with you. Remember, there has to be an element of mutual professional benefit. For example, you can try joining professional groups in your fields of interest and then try to reach out to the other members of that group. This way, you can relate to other members professionally. But you need to be very careful and not to send out mass requests to everyone in every single group that you are part of. You need to genuinely reach out to people with clear intentions of professional growth. That's why when you send out the invite to connect, it's important to write the reason behind trying to connect with them. Share with them how the connection will mutually benefit both of you. And I am pretty sure you now must be thinking, well, how is it different from reaching out to a recruiter? Very good question. Let's talk about reaching out to recruiters. You see, you have to keep in mind that recruiters get a lot of requests. A lot. I can't stress enough. So your request should be good enough and genuine enough to be able to stand out. So here are the few things to remember if you are planning to reach out to a recruiter. Tell them why exactly you are reaching out. You should be honest. If you think they have posted a job link that you are interested in, mention it. Next, if you have a mutual connection, well and good. Mention that in your request. Also remember what we talked about in strategy number two. Always have a complete profile of yours. If recruiters view your profile, they should be able to get a gist of your candidacy. They should be able to get a clear picture of your expertise and what you have to offer. Alrighty now, so far we have discussed three strategies for successfully building your network using LinkedIn. Let's recap. Strategy number one, follow networking etiquettes. Here, we talked about different etiquettes to follow which can make your LinkedIn experience professionally worthwhile. Strategy number two, complete your profile. Strategy number three, connect with known stars first and then go for the unknown stars. This is where we talked about why it's a good idea to first start networking with people you know and then expand your network. This way, you could find common connections with professionals you don't know yet. Now let's move on to our last but definitely not the least strategy, strategy number four. It's all about giving the value. This is an important strategy that often gets overlooked. LinkedIn is not just about networking and finding connections. It's also a fantastic platform to create value in your fields of interest. What do I mean by value? Well, you must have come across people writing interesting columns and articles to share on LinkedIn, isn't it? This is what I mean by adding value. Share your knowledge. To be frank, it's one of the best ways to networking because when you share value, you're automatically more visible and valuable. Isn't it what we are looking for in another person when we want to professionally network? So if you think you have knowledge and expertise that you want to share, or if you have lessons that you learned in your professional career that you wanted to share, then start creating content and share it. 
This not only builds your professional worth, but also does greater good to your professional network. The more value you provide, the better or easier it will be for you to build your network. And if you're thinking, how do I share content? Well, there are different ways you can share the content and add the value. You can share just a quick professional update in your field of interest, or share a professional post that someone else has written, or better yet, you publish your own content, maintain a professional blog, and share the blog contents with your network or with public. It's your choice. So those are the four strategies I wanted to share with you today. Please stay tuned to my upcoming episodes where we will look at how to avoid falling into spam, scams, and fake profiles in LinkedIn. Yep, there are a lot of fake profiles in LinkedIn and we have to be very careful about those. But I have a few tips and strategies for you to safeguard yourself and your profile. But that's for the next episode. So my friends, we have come to the end of this episode. So I really appreciate if you could share your experiences and feedbacks on this podcast under the comment section at www.lifeatpeak.com. I really would love to hear your experiences and outcomes because my goal for this podcast is to help you excel in your career. Also, I would be very grateful if you could rate my podcast in iTunes and or SoundCloud and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. This helps more people by making it more visible. So my amazing friends, always remember, it's your life, your career, so make it count. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and perform at your peak. See you all in the next episode.